Good morning, good morning, good morning. Shall we move forward, move on, without addressing what we all witness as American citizens when we witness dysfunction every day? I create this podcast simply because most people don't understand we live in a country in which opportunity is the ceiling. I mean, ceiling. I mean, there's no... There's no level in which you cannot travel given the right support. There's nothing you cannot accomplish given the right opportunity. Yet opportunity is knocking all the time. Because the opportunities for you or for families to develop really come from your involvement in your local community and understanding that those opportunities surely exist. As an American, who do you see yourself? How do you see yourself as an American citizen and just living in this country? What's your role? Maybe you have no role. Perhaps that is so true. For so many Americans, they have no role in public policy. They have no role in public education. They just have a job and they just want to go to work and come home, kick a party, smoke a little bit, have a little sex whatever. And and life goes on and you're able to live your whole life like that and not participate in anything. And then on January 6th, you woke up and you figured out something. If you didn't figure it out, you should have figured out that there are people that don't want you to have an opportunity at all living in America. There are people that just look out for their own opportunities. And that's how come voting is so important what the process of voting and analyzing and and looking and reviewing data and the outcomes in local communities and cities, that is a job for the state. But if the state has large cities in which targeted people are not benefiting, let's not pretend that they're not benefiting because the money's not there. They're not benefiting because they are the harvest. And America's perception of entitlement hasn't changed from the slave days. Let's get, let's just get real. We have to look at how and look at how things have, you know, evolved over time. I can't say I'm an expert and I really don't care. I was attacked the other day on my Facebook live stream as I was talking about the importance of understanding who you are basically and this person was telling me that I need to go clean my house and what business is it would have been of his if my house was whatever why would a black man who doesn't know you attack you and try to make himself look better He didn't look better. He looked ignorant. And I was hoping to make him look more ignorant. And therefore, you know, I did, after I got off off my little stream, I did, however, contact Facebook and report his name as Wade Williams or the Wade Williams in the picture that he was using. I don't know. I don't know this man. But he really could have tended to his own business. Because I have raised my children. I have went through things and just like people choose to do whatever they do, my lifelong journey has been in advocacy for public services for public children because I was a single parent. The difficulties in raising children 
as a single parent is real. The difficulties living in America as a single person is real. But even if you're a married couple, it's difficult. And as this is 2021, understand the trust and reliance on spiritual bonds that you may have created with people don't necessarily pan out the way that you would hope. But it really doesn't matter because self-love is evident. And if you cannot love yourself to the point where you're making the decisions to benefit you, then you're not going to get a benefit. I mean, I don't know. Who am I? I'm just a soul in this universe that has an opinion. And just like my grandmother said, every everybody has an opinion just like everybody has an asshole. Choose to listen or choose not to listen. Understand that in America, without the process, you move nowhere. And the process has been established for all of us. So let's not pretend that early childhood education is not vital. And participating in local communities is not relevant because it is relevant. Because your voice must be heard. As we all pay pittance, we all pay some time of some type of taxes to enable America to thrive. And there are all kinds of programs for human development. And when you start paying attention to the laws that were written in Congress and the intent behind Congress, then sometimes I think we need to, as citizens, look at Congress, look at our local communities, understand how the rules are being written. And if they're, if they're benefiting your community, talk within your community people and do more self-advocacy because the access to those dollars are for everyone, but they really only wind up going to people who advocate for them dollars coming to themselves. And that's just, I mean, people can figure out how squeeze blood out of a turnip, they call it, whatever. I don't know. Sometimes I get so frustrated. When I heard Mitch McConnell, Senator Mitch McConnell, was not leading the Senate anymore, talk about we need to just move on. No, it's impossible. George, George Floyd showed America that moving on is something that's just not going to happen this time. And as the pandemic hit, the marches in the street about Black Lives Matter, Those are the children, the children all across this nation speaking out that every child's life should matter. And believe me, if they mattered, it would be evident. They wouldn't be out there protesting. If they could benefit, if they could survive, they wouldn't be out there protesting. Biden is trying to create a livable wage with all federal employees or any government contracted employees. That means all them people that got the government contracts, they're going to have to pay $15 an hour. That means that some of that money's not going in their pocket anymore. Government contracts. What am I talking about? Government contracts come from do good, community. We're going to uh, award contracts and money goes out the door all the time from the federal government to help support community efforts. And that's just something that happens. But if you are just now awakening and seeing all that money available and knowing that it's dropping into community and people have access. People have always had access. But were you willing to do the work to get it? 
Hmm. Most likely not. As as being involved and engaged in the public school system as I had the opportunity to, I learned that without showing up, you really don't understand how this country actually operates. And public education is for all children. It's mandated by law. And that's how come we have all the attendance rules and attendance policies and all of that. Actually, there's, you know, it's supposed to be if you show up, then you get a benefit. But that's not how it's been. If you show up, you don't necessarily get a benefit. They're awarding uh, funding to local schools now by the number of meals that were served under the free and reduced lunch. But they had figured out how to get free and reduced lunches to children who didn't even generate those dollars by creating programs within higher poverty schools that benefited all the children. You didn't have to apply for the free and reduced lunch. You see, there's always a way to get around the law because it is a law. And you have to use policies to implement the law. And there would be nothing wrong with it if it benefited everyone. But the mere fact that it hasn't benefited everyone and we have such poverty and then to demonstrate the inequity that's going on, black black people have been dying at a larger rate than other people because they don't have the same access to the resources. So should we talk about resources, what they truly are, how they look, what, what you know, what the effect is of utilizing public money to do good because I don't even know where to start anymore. When I thought about this podcast, I thought maybe it would be important for people to understand just that they're in control. They decide and you do decide. It's just kind of like you have an exercise bike or you have a treadmill And that treadmill will sit there and look at you every day. But if you're not willing to get on it, it can change your life. And that's just real. But the moment that you get on it, you could extend your life. And so here we are. We're waiting to get on, on, I guess, the treadmill of life to determine how many of us can work towards a a more perfect union, which we have not been. I listened to the Nevada Independent News, whatever. Uh, They had a little streaming thing about Congress here getting ready to come back into session. And they were talking about just this election and how, how still talking about the ignorance of people fraudulently voting and dead people voting. That didn't happen. We live in a nation where we send our young people off to wars in different countries to protect the right for those people in the other countries to have a voice. And then we must admit that this election demonstrated that there were people willing to do anything to deny voices to people who live in poverty here. You know why? It's simply because they have been controlling the resources in those local communities and they are not willing to let go. It's kind of like the plantation. As long as the plantation was operating, truly, we all understand that there was a benefit to um, to the people who were running the plantations. And then I saw 
oh, a documentary. You know, YouTube is very enlightening, but you have to lean to you. You have to lean to your own understanding. You have to understand that, you know, either you've been through it or you haven't been through it. You know nothing about it or you haven't researched it or whatever. But the real deal, he was talking about, someone was talking about the impact of slavery on America and the cost of slavery and or the benefit of slavery for America and how much it actually benefited in the trillions of dollars, all that free labor. And then to understand that the sheriff, the position of the sheriff or the police, I think it's the sheriff in America was to chase down and run run down runaway slaves. But just the mere fact that we understand that people have been sacrificed for the benefit of another people in America. And that's basically how it's always been. Then I say that during this time of social upheaval, where we could see the people that were Southerners or the people that were in the Republican Party thought that they could take our nation and separate it and stand to their own understanding of what their rights were. What were they planning on doing? Destroying America? I believe that that was the intent. How do you have people organize to attack the Capitol from all over America and then pretend that that's something that you don't have to deal with? That's something that we all have to reckon with. You understand? Reckon? Meaning that if we are going to remain one nation, then we have to deal with the ills of local communities and how we support those people in local communities and be the one America. You know, be that America that calls for the Pledge of Allegiance. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know it. And if you're an American citizen, you know the Pledge of Allegiance. But we cannot stand united if we are continuing to be divided. So I believe that in 2021, the reckoning has come. The day of reckoning means that dealing with children who are not benefiting from the public services that are being provided freely from the government, that would enable a person to become free and independent, work towards sustainable options, then there needs to be a level of accountability to the dollars being poured in and invested in people's jobs with no accountability. Yeah, there are rules. There are rules in federal law that demonstrate if you're not going to use the money in which it was intended purpose that you have to pay back the money or you could be fined or the government can always impose some hardship on states. But when states have never and I do mean never, ever, and I do mean never, lift, what, looked upon themselves as being self-reliant in creating opportunities for all children, then there is a problem. Here in Clark County, they seem to think that they're entitled to those Title I dollars that come to the state of Nevada to enrich themselves and not exactly provide equitable access and resources for all children. So when it comes to data, they don't have any. And I have a problem with that. 
I have a problem with states and counties and cities that don't create the same opportunity for all people, for all Americans. As we know that when immigrants come to America, they understand the value of America and they benefit as they take those resources back to their countries. Well, this is the time where we need to stop looking at each other and judging, ensuring that if we're going to invest money in local communities and states and counties, that we merely measure the maintenance of effort. I've been talking about the maintenance of effort and people act like, oh, they didn't know what I was talking about. But I can guarantee you I've talked about it enough to where perhaps people are looking at the outcomes of the benefit of the investment and the programs in which they were supposed to operate to measure the benefit and ensure that people are utilizing those tax dollars in an appropriate way that would create opportunities for all children. And they're not. Here in Clark County, they have so many alternative programs that have no obligation to support you as an individual and help you in your independence. But what it is doing is harvesting. And that's the same thing. The takings that white people have had in the mentality over the years have just been to entitlement. (laughs) You think it's... I created this podcast simply because when I attempted to talk to other people about what the laws, what the law is and what the law actually, how it's been implemented, then people pretend that they didn't hear me. When I go to look for the number of African-American children in federally financed programs, well, they're not there. And if they are there, is doing something totally different than the intended purpose. So, you know, during this time of building back better, and remember, the Biden-Harris administration said they were going to build back better. The only way they can do that is to look at the initial, you know, support that is being provided throughout the United States and really utilize nonprofits like Great City Schools and West Ed and all of those other entities, Northwest Regional Center. And I mean, you know, we have dollars that go into the process of understanding just how human beings actually learn. And there are so many people that are employed in education and support services for people as this nation is a nation of human capital. So let's not talk about socialist society when in America, the only thing we have as capital is humans. And if you're being denied resources or your family, you know, if you're waiting on a gift from the universe to become, you know, most popular or, you know, follow me, like me, subscribe, you don't have to do these things because I want you to understand that The more people are engaged in the process, the smoother the operation goes. Meaning that when there are people that are involved in the maintenance of effort and outcomes and equity and access is what we're talking about, perhaps we can measure the benefit of how well we are doing as a nation. Working towards unity, working towards a more unified country and what 
we all witnessed on January 6th demonstrated that perhaps we were not working towards unity. Perhaps there was us and there was them. And that was really what it was because Trump got in office, not because he was qualified, no. But we got in office because it was an opportunity to separate and divide our nation and work towards a more, what do you call this? I don't know. I don't know what we were working towards, but I know one thing. I was never a slave, was not born a slave. But somehow that was in our history in America. Can't look back on it, don't know what it looked like. But I do know that my grandfather had a third grade education, was building houses in Columbus, Mississippi, and was teaching in an institution as I know that the lineage of my people comes from super intelligent beings as quite frankly, we have a lot of educated children in our family. And perhaps that comes from understanding the process, meaning that the youth that came up under the oversight of my family simply got high school diplomas and they got college uh, degrees. And it really doesn't matter because all of the degrees in America was were established to create this hierarchy, to create this oversight, to create... So what is the expectation when you have people with PhDs and DDDs and all of this and still they cannot explain why our nation is in the state that it is and why some children have no access. When we put money into all local states, communities, and townships. I mean, there are dollars going in. There are people's salaries being provided. And then we have this mass failure. So we've been going down the road of, what? A prison nation? Prison industries? What is going on is what you really have to ask yourself when Snoop Dogg, and uh, Dr. Dre, I think it was, wrote a song that talked about the only, you know, the future of getting locked up, going into jail, and then getting out of jail, going into the penitentiary, and then getting out of the penitentiary and going right back to jail again. And it's a song, but it's it's what's happening. And then Nipsey Hussle could write a song and talk about how we need to come together and talk about what's going on and it is time to file a lawsuit truly it is time to file a lawsuit as no one can affect local change when the federal government has not implemented a pathway for citizenship and full benefit of the American citizenship that we claim to offer because if you can't read and write and you have been going to school for 12 years. Shall we ask ourselves just, I mean, kind of like, how did that go down? I mean, you know, I really would like to understand how it goes down because it was a struggle and a fight for me to ensure that all of my children graduated from high school. And then it wasn't just what's going on here in Las Vegas because he, just because they graduate here in Las Vegas doesn't mean they graduate at a high school level. No, that means that Here in Las Vegas, they have five different types of high school diplomas, and that is something that just has to be reckoned with. 
because there's no way that you should be in the high school and then understand that you're not going to make it and be able to apply for this alternative, alternative, alternative high school diploma. What does it give you? It don't give you shit. You're not getting anything out of that except for screwed. And the accountability that comes with that is nothing. Because after you get out of high school with that certificate, you can't do nothing with it. And that's just real. You can't get a government job with it. You can't go into the military with it. I mean, you can't go into college with it because they make you take assessment tests when you get there. And if you're not at high school level, honey, you just got to catch up. Because there ain't no catching up in regular K-12. In K-12, where they can document you as being below basic and far, far below basic, don't you think the conversation needs to happen locally? about how many children are just not making it because when it comes down to it, we still have to pay for those children for their whole entire lives. So let's just not pretend that children not being educated are not having an opportunity and we're just sitting back on our moorings and not demanding accountability for a failed educational structure and then rewarding people who don't need to be rewarded because they figured out how to save their asses. You know, that's what we need to talk about. The people who have figured out how to save their own ass and screw you. Hmm. Because there just has to be a bottom line. I don't care. In 2021, we need to make sure that all American children have a basic opportunity to support themselves and their families. And that we provide an infrastructure that provides public safety to everyone. I mean, as you know, you could just look at America. What have we gone through? Fires and floods. Catastrophic things. And then know, to know that the world is actually changing in a manner that we don't have any control over. Because what? Because of the behavior of most, um, most humans. So if we can't talk about real things that impact local communities, just as we know that we're living in Las Vegas, and Las Vegas is the internet, inter, what, entertainment capital of the world, where people come who are performers. And as we know, the entertainment is a field, it's an industry which generates so much money. And black people come here who are who are entertainers, black people pay taxes. Let's not pretend that our entertainers as blacks don't generate tons of tax dollars because, you know, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill paid that $2.3 million. I'd like to have that conversation with somebody. So inbox me. What happened to the money that you put in the tax system? What happens to the money you put in the tax system as an individual? Where's your voice? What do you do? Do you even vote? Because you might not have ever voted. As we can understand, Mike Tyson, <laughs> Mike Tyson voted. This last election and the Republicans in Las Vegas were saying that the election was rigged because people got to do their votes mail-in. No, they're afraid of you having your voice. They're afraid of you taking away what they've always had control over. And that's you on the plantation because you're still on it. If you don't use your voice, then you're just another slave, oppressed person. Just trying to get by, right? No. Accountability comes from the floor up. Demand comes and change comes from the bottom up. 
Everybody has a voice in America. You can see the importance of social expression. Stacey Abrams in Georgia, she gave people a vision that they could change life if they could only participate. They participated. How will you participate? How will you stop what's happened and demand that all children have access? We have to come to a reckoning. We have to demand change. We can no longer serve two nations. This is one nation. What will you do to work towards more a more unified nation, a more unified America? This is Erlene Anderson. I'm signing out until I we meet again. Please like, subscribe, follow. Go back, listen to the past podcast. I can't talk about everything every day, but what I can do is tell you that this is something that we can't allow to slide. We have to have a day of reckoning for the insurrection. Stand with me. Join in the conversation. Until then, this is Darlene Anderson signing out of the Empowerment Hour. Human Empowerment Hour. Maybe I'll change it. Have a great day.